I want to ask you, what if you were told that you only had one more year to live? How would you live your life? Who would you be? What would you do? How would you show up for yourself? How would you show up for others and your life in general? I, I want you to think about that for a second. How does your life look different to how it is right now? And what parts look different? This question hits me hard because the last three years have been difficult. Welcome to Everything In Between, the health and wellness podcast that believes that health is so much more than just what we eat and how we move our bodies. It's everything in between. I'm Raquel Robello, a clinical nutritionist, the face behind Radical, and your host. Good morning. It is a slow start for me today. It's actually pretty cool here in Perth, despite the fact that summer is literally around the corner. I needed a rest this morning. I skipped the gym. I slept until 7.30. I did some journaling. I had my coffee and my aminos. And now I am cozied up and I am ready to record today's episode with you. I I cannot believe that we're at episode 10. The time this year is genuinely flying. And yeah, we're at, we're at episode 10. It's It's surreal. I want to thank you for all the support on season one. It's been incredible to connect with you and share more intimately with you. And I'm just so grateful to have you here and have you part of this journey with me. So I do ask that if you're enjoying the podcast to please leave us a rating on the streaming platform that you're listening this to. It really would help me out and the show out. But without further ado, let's get on to today's topic, which is your purpose is not to do, it is to be. I want to ask you, what if you were told that you only had one more year to live? How would you live your life? Who would you be? What would you do? How would you show up for yourself? How would you show up for others and your life in general? I, I want you to think about that for a second. How does your life look different to how it is right now? And what parts look different? This question hits me hard because the last three years have been difficult on my family. We've unexpectedly lost multiple family members with no chance of saying goodbye or exchanging a final word. So far removed with being thousands of kilometers away, closure has been difficult to say the least. But it's brought upon the very serious fact that we don't live forever. And the irony in it is that we all often live our life as if it is forever, when in reality, the only thing that is promised is our death. And I know that this sounds morbid. I know you're probably wanting to switch episodes, and I promise this is not a down and morbid episode, but it's it's a harsh reality, and I think that we often forget that. And I think that the sooner that you realize this, the sooner you embrace this, the better. Because I see so many people get caught up in trivial things. And don't get me wrong, I do too from time to time. But we seriously need to get our heads out the sand and realize that life is incredibly short. I touched upon this in episode three and I had amazing reception to it when I mentioned the fact that, you know, the most incredible part of living is the fact that we don't live forever and life is beautiful because it ends. 
And it's so important that you remember that and you remember that your time on this earth is in fact limited. And I don't say that from the point of view of your time is limited, so fill it up, be busy, do and achieve as much as possible, but actually the opposite because when I say that our time is limited on this earth, I do say it from the point of view of live your life fully, your time is limited, so be present, enjoy and prioritize the being over doing. Now, I know personally that I've struggled with this idea of just being rather than doing because my nature in its purest essence and form is one that is highly motivated, incredibly driven, ambitious, passionate, and definitely, definitely goal-driven. And I used to think that the two couldn't coexist, that I couldn't be this version of myself who, by the way, I, I truly love, okay? I love that I am someone who is highly motivated and disciplined and, you know, goal-driven, etc. But I realized that I could also be someone who prioritized just being rather than doing. And on reflection for this episode, I realized that the duality of the two can in fact exist. And we'll use the context of work and career because I think it's an easy example that's relevant and at least relatable to a lot of us. And if I'm being honest, probably the biggest aspect in regards to the doing that we do, if that makes sense. I also say this though, because I know that work and the pursuit of our careers for a lot of people has and is all consuming. And, you know, we're encouraged to constantly drive ourselves to, I don't know, work longer or work harder. And on the flip side, feel guilty or a sense of shame if we're not doing so. And the scary thing is though, that when our career, let alone any aspect of our life, is so closely tied to our sense of purpose and sense of worth, we can genuinely feel like we've lost ourselves when that chapter ends. We become so caught up in the doing of the job that we forget who we are without it. Whether that chapter ending is in the context of losing your job or becoming a parent and deciding to stay at home, changing career pathways, etc. You get my point. And I believe this is a repercussion of when we've spent too much time doing and not being too much time focusing on the doing part of our life, in this example being work, and not enough time just being. When I was researching for this episode, I actually came across an article, and I'll link it in the show notes below, that was titled How to Not Let Your Job Define You. And the article challenges the idea of whether there is another way for us to relate to work. The article discussed a book called The Good Enough Job, where the author ponders this question, telling the stories of people who have taken deliberate steps to finding meaning and passion and identity outside of work and their career. And in other words, focusing on the being outside of the doing of their jobs. The writer of the article, Kira Newman, asked the author of the book, Simon Stolzoff, the question, where can we cultivate meaning and identity outside of work? And they responded the following, and it's about a minute or so long, so just stay with me. 
They said it's different strokes for different folks. You can think about your relationships with yourself and ways that you can invest in your own interests. There are relationships with your family and your loved ones, people that you feel are near and dear. There are ways to invest in your local community and your other identities that you inhibit. We're all more than workers. We're also friends, we're siblings, we're parents, we're neighbours and citizens and artists and travellers, what have you. And I hope all of those identities get time and intention because these identities are sort of like plants. They grow in proportion to how much time and care and attention we give them. And so if we don't invest in them with our energy, they might just wither away. And in another way, I think when you think about this, right, it's actually quite liberating because it's also a lesson to wake up and quite literally nourish your soul in a way that it is going to work for you. On a personal level, I think this speaks to the importance of being disciplined with yourself. I know for myself, I can work 16 hours a day if I let myself. I can easily start at 8 a.m. and finish at 11 p.m. if I allowed myself. So being disciplined with strong boundaries for, for example, when I do work and when I do the doing part is critical, but equally as important is carving out the time for just being. And it's worth noting that I usually don't define what the being looks like because the whole essence of to just be is to honor whatever it is that you want in that time. So, you know, for me, this will usually look like either a walk in nature or even just a hot shower with some self-care, laying in the sun and reading a book, having a lay down and being with the dogs. You get the gist. I don't define what that downtime, what that being time actually looks like so that I can honor what it is I feel like. And whatever it is that you choose to do, you actually have to be invested in that present moment. So put simply, you know, the first step is to be disciplined with your boundaries for the doing. And equal to the discipline is finding time to do the things outside of the doing, outside of your career and your job and finding the things that fill your cup and nourish your soul. And it's funny because when I'm researching and journaling for a podcast episode, it's as if an influx of information from other writers and creators and blogs come up and whether it is in fact my phone just listening to me and giving me the information, um, you know, or if I talk to Max about it or my friends or maybe it's a sign from above who knows what it is but you know this week a video came up on my social media page from a user titled Nitty Nor and it's a tad long but what they had to say really got me thinking and they said in one video you were put on this planet to experience not accomplish it is your responsibility to in fact experience not accomplish What if there is purpose in simply your presence? What if there is purpose in your being? And again, I feel this polarity for myself because, you know, within my career, I'm incredibly passionate. What I do five to six days a week is genuinely my life's work, my life's passion and my purpose. And is that a bad thing? I don't think so inherently. I'm not sure yet, but Perhaps it's simply a hard reminder for myself, a 
reminder that I am so much more than what I do and what my job is, a reminder that I have so much more outside of this to live for and another reminder that I have so much more to identify with outside of this. It's a reminder that, you know, what I accomplish within my career doesn't define my worth and a reminder to equally, if not more, pursue experience over accomplishment. The other part of this was when they said, what if there is purpose in your presence? And this part actually brought me a lot of peace, peace in a way that it speaks volumes to, you know what, being okay with just this present moment, not worried about how far along or behind you are in this imaginary timeline you've created for yourself, how high up this career ladder you are, how much you are or aren't accomplishing, etc. Just simply being at peace with your presence. And I think, you know what, for so long, I worked towards getting to where I am now in terms of Radical. You know, I spent those 18 months full-time working on the recipe eBooks and the membership platform to the actual launch. And now that I'm in the thick of it, genuinely living my dream, I found that, you know, I've already... I'm already thinking about the next thing and don't get me wrong, you know, innovation and change and, you know, evolution, particularly in the business sense is imperative. But I tell you this rather for the reason that, you know, even once I launched, I felt this immediate sense of, okay, now what, what's next? And I'm not talking months later or years later, but quite literally, one week post-launch, I was thinking to myself, okay, cool. So like, what can I work on next? How can I improve this? How can I, how else can I add value? How can I transform this? And, you know, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't let myself just be and enjoy that moment and lavish it up and be proud of how far I'd come or give myself the credit that, you know what, I can just have a breather for this minute and just be. So, I've taken note of that personal hiccup, if I can say that, I'm not sure. And I've realized a lot in the past few weeks since then. And if I'm being honest, reflecting and journaling this past week for this episode has been eye-opening for me in the best possible sense. There's not a lot of fluff or more to add to this topic because fundamentally in its essence, the message is simple. And so I'm going to leave you a few reminders coming into this new week. And I want you to remember and think and ponder and reflect on the following. And the first thing is that life is beautiful because it ends. It's so important that you remember this and you remind yourself that your time is limited. So if you don't live your life fully and you don't fully be, then Maybe this week you need to reassess that. Second of all, I want you to remind yourself that our identities, because we have multiple identities, are like plants. They grow in proportion to how much time and care and attention we give them. And so if we don't invest in 
certain identities with our energy, they're going to wither away. It's kind of the analogy of putting all your eggs in one basket. If all you focus on is your identity aligned with your career and your job, the hard reality is that when that chapter ends for whatever reason, you don't know yourself because you're so invested or you have been so invested, I should say, in the doing part and the identity attached to that with in this instance, your career and your job, that you don't know who you are without it. You can't just be. And you also don't have other identities to fall back on. So it's also a pungent reminder that you are multifaceted and to water your other identities and nourish your soul in that way. And also don't put all eggs in one basket. You are so much more, you are so much more than your job and your self-worth and Uh, who you are as a person is not defined by that either. Thirdly, I want you to remind yourself and remember this week that you were put on this planet to experience and not accomplish. And yes, we have goals and yes, we are consistent and we're determined and we're motivated, but it is your responsibility to experience life not accomplish life when you are on your deathbed one day and hopefully it is in your old age where you've lived a full and abundant life you are going to remember the moments in which you were being not doing you're going to remember those intricate moments with your family you're going to remember those moments where you were having fun you're not going to remember the doing the daily to-do list the tasks so make sure to equally focus on the being not the doing And last but not least, I want you to remember this week that there is purpose in simply your presence. There is purpose in your being and everything else is a bonus. If you enjoyed this episode or this topic, send me a DM. Let's talk about it. Let's go back and forth. If you resonate with the fact that you yourself feel this polarity of, you know, 50% wanting to achieve and accomplish and, you know, you're incredibly goal-driven and you're motivated and you have big dreams, but then on the flip side, you simply just want to be and enjoy and take each day as it comes. I feel you on this struggle and I encourage you that you can embrace both, that the duality can exist and it is in fact everything in between. So if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or a review, share it to a friend who would find it of value. But for content on every other day of the week, you can as always find me on TikTok and Instagram at Radical. But for now, please do not forget to embrace everything in between and I'll be back in your ears next Monday.